Hi, I'm Maya. Um, I really like shonen anime. If you didn't know this about me. Uh, hi, my name is Sydney, and if you didn't know this by now, this is your first episode. Hi, this is canonically incorrect. <laughs> fan fiction podcast. <laughs> Where we talk about anything and everything fan, fan fiction. Uh, I know what you're doing today. <laughs> Yeah, I spilled the beans a little Kinda bit. Kind of scares I'm, me. I'm so excited. Well, to okay, we could talk about it a little bit more. Yeah, when we yeah, get closer. We'll, but we'll yeah, um, but I don't really have like a lot, you know, other than the Animal Crossing update came out and Jujutsu Kaisen movie trailer came out. Mm-hmm. Very excited. The My yep. Hero movie came out. Yeah, that was very good. I saw that. Uh huh. But yeah, the Animal Crossing update, I completely deleted my island oh, and I'm starting from over, from scratch. So, um, that's been going great. I yeah. met Tabby and Peaches, who Good for you. I love. Good for you. So, we'll see. You saw Tabby for the <laughs> I literally, okay, so I got my Nook Miles tickets or whatever, and since I was restarting, I was like, whoever the first yeah. three I get on my Nook Miles sure. tickets. And I saw this orange cat in the distance with their face away from me, and I just ran up. Yeah, I, I ran up as fast as I could. Uh-huh. Literally, did not see Tabby's face, and I read the name, uh-huh. and I heard the voice, and it was like, oh yeah, whatever. Like, I'm just gonna take the first three. Mm-hmm. After we were done talking, they were like, oh, I'm gonna call Tom Nook. She turned around <laughs> and faced the camera, and I was like, what have I done? <laughs> Tabby's face is a little fucked. <laughs> she's a little fucked, but it, it's she, a little rough. She's been on my island for a couple days, and she is so fucking funny. Yeah. She's so sweet. So, I think I'm gonna try and keep her. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Very <laughs> funny. It was just. A, it was just a startle. I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. You're ugly. <laughs> it's fine though. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I've been having the time of my life. I have all of the vegetables, all of the nice. farming. Ooh. I saw I saw Brewster for the first time. And I, yeah, you screamed. <laughs> I didn't scream. I was speechless. I was just like you were I, like, speechless, and then you like and then I yeah. Then, I was then you then you got a little louder <laughs> because I I went to the island, the new Captain Island. Captain, oh, I love him. <laughs> and so him. I went to those new islands after I talked to Blathers, and I like kind of forgot about Blathers because I was just donating things that I did diving. Yeah, and he was just like, "Oh yeah, my my friend Brewster," and I was like, "Oh fuck yeah." the Brewster boy and I was just like okay and so then I went to go check out the islands and I was like oh who is there <laughs> who's that lurking in the little background little did I know <laughs> it's my Brewster boy wow so that was exciting mm-hmm. very I've nice. just been having the time of my life I've never done more with my Animal Crossing Island in the last like seven months yeah so it's been nice yeah mm-hmm. I mean same for me yeah I just I hopped on I've, I've been thinking about it for like the past eight mm-hmm. months of like deleting my island or whatever because I don't play it and I didn't like the layout and I always thought you could move the town center yeah. and I was being dumb yeah this is really my first Animal Crossing game I did have sure. New Leaf mm-hmm. but I didn't play it all mm-hmm. that much so I barely got through like the introductory sure. stuff um so I don't know I got back on and I walked around my town and I was like yeah I still hate it like I yeah. love the villagers I just hate the layout and I'm not gonna spend all this time making bells and doing it all over again just for me to make a layout that I hate yeah so I just started over again and it's it's been pretty good good for you dude I I am enjoying that red has his own thing so that like maybe I have a sliver of a chance of finishing the art part of the museum because yeah. that has never been a thing for me to like mm-hmm. complete because you gotta wait like so many days for him to come back yeah and then if you miss him you're like shit out of luck for the next two weeks or whatever so now I can just go to him every day and be like 
kind of art you got, buddy boy. Art, please. Art, please. Yeah. I've never been one to, like, 100% games. Yeah. So. I've 100%ed the fossils. Once, like, the the hype of Animal Crossing was over mm-hmm. and I, like, did everything and I kind of had an island layout that I was happy with, yeah. I, it just faded out. I was like, yeah. Eh, I don't really I was, like, I was, I was into it when it came out. I was like, I'm going to 100%. I'm going to catch all the fish. I'm going to catch all the bugs. Nice. And I, like, I'm pretty close to catching them all. There's a couple of rare things, both, mm-hmm. like, fishing and and the bugs and the like diving stuff that i just haven't gotten but like i'm pretty close but for the art never gotten anywhere close to finishing the art part because i'm just like it's hard it's really hard but i've just been having fun with it and i love it very cool so yeah i have that and then yeah there's like no big news that has come out um nope no it's just it's a slow like we're getting into the winter now. We're, we're ramping up for Christmas. We're ramping up for Christmas, and Maya and has to deal I with know. me. <laughs> Literally the day after Halloween, she sent me the Mariah Carey TikTok, <laughs> and she's like, "It's happening!" Mariah Carey made a TikTok, but she was like coming out from the grave. Yeah, and, and she she's smashed, like, "It's time!" Like, yeah, it was like, "Okay." You know, my sister said that to me too. We're both like, "Fuck yeah, it's Christmas!" Uh-huh. Literally, I know. My mom was taking down Halloween decorations on the first, and I was like, <sighs> "It's over. It's Christmas time now." I know. It's Christmas time now. I know. Ah! Jingle Bells is a Thanksgiving song. Yeah, you can have that. Whatever. You have the Spider-Man movie coming out next month, so yeah, you got that. Well, Spider-Man and then the Jujutsu Kaisen movie. Uh-huh. Um, I I know that there's like a handful of other mm-hmm. things. Oh, I guess the official season two for Demon Slayer starts in December too. Yes, that is correct. Not just the Mugen Train yeah. recap, <laughs> which which will be yeah. nice. So I don't know. I didn't see the movie, so that'll be you know. I I did. Yeah, and it it was good. Don't get me wrong. I haven't read the manga. Mm-hmm. Uh, I controversial hot take. I do think it's way overhyped. No, I do too. I, I think it's just another show anime. I didn't watch it when it came out. Like, mm. I did not watch Demon Slayer when it came out. I, I watched it a couple months ago, basically. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? It's good, but, like, I don't get the hype. Like, I, I just... It mm. seemed like a decent shonen anime where it was just like, yeah, this is... No, it fits the formula. Yeah. Which I'm not going to complain about. And it is good because it mm. does fit the yeah. formula, but it's not like... I'm going to say this, and some people are probably going to roll their <laughs> eyes. It's not like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, sure. where it, like, kind of broke things mm-hmm. for me and took it in a new perspective. Yeah. But it's still good, nonetheless, and okay. I am going to watch it and see. I'm, I don't oh, think no, I'm, I would definitely watch season two. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think I'm going to read the manga, though. Sure. I, unless I hear that the anime is different from the mm-hmm. manga somehow, I sure. don't plan on it. Sure. Really? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Well, I'll watch it when it comes out. I'm not going to be a, like, my sister's boyfriend is really into Demon Slayer. Like, really into it. Damn. And I'm just like, yeah, it was okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was okay. I don't, I'm mm-hmm. not anti. No, but I'm, I'm not. not like, wow, Demon Slayer. <laughs> I'm into yeah. They, cool. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Whatever. They use swords very nice they use swords um before we do get into the episode today mm-hmm. i want to shout out some of our donors uh, we got two donations so i want to thank t- the anonymous um kofi supporter that we got mm-hmm. who made a generous donation and thank you so much we can afford mic yeah. stands now <laughs> so we don't have to hear <laughs> anymore and then thank you m 
So sweet. Yeah. Extremely Unbelievably sweet. sweet. So thank you so much for those donations. Yeah. Um, we're going to be able to afford mic stands and put some money into doing a SoundCloud premium account so we can start uploading on SoundCloud. So um, if you guys would like to donate to us and get a shout out in these episodes, you can go to ko-fi.com slash canonically incorrect and make a $5, like whatever, buy us a coffee. It's cute. One time thing. It's cute. Um, we are very appreciative of, of them. I literally, after Sydney my- told me today, I literally started <laughs> crying. Started, literally started I crying. I literally had tears going down <laughs> yeah. my face. Yes. It was kind of embarrassing. But no. It's fine. <laughs> it was just, I think it was, because we both had kind of hard weeks yeah. this week. So it was nice to see that uh, we are appreciated in yeah. the things that we Honestly. do. So it was really help, even just like the smallest, mm-hmm. smallest of things. So thank you guys so much for that. Hey guys, future Sydney, just popping in real quick before the episode starts to just say that Maya and I are collecting questions for our end of the year Q&A. So at the end of the year, at the end of December, we're trying to do a bonus episode where we do a question and answer type thing. We've gotten a couple of questions, we've been promoting it on our Twitter, but um, we completely forgot to mention this while we were recording, and I just wanted to say, please send us your questions. Um, you can send us as many or as little questions as you want. You can send us questions about fan fiction, our fan fiction, the fan fiction we like to read. Um, other media that we like to consume about questions about us or our friendship or whatever your little brains can think of. Um, so if you want, if you can, we would really appreciate it. Um, send those questions to canonicallyincorrectpod at gmail.com. And that's all I have to say. So thank you so much. I hope you're ready for this doozy of an episode. Well, now that the good feeling has passed, um, we're in for a world of pain tonight, ladies. Uh, um, last month I gave you not great, and this this month is even worse. Thanks, Maya. Yeah, no worries. I'm, thanks, I'm, Maya. I'm, I'm keeping up with my theme of wow. I'm glad that you're keeping up your reputation. I, I like hurt. <laughs> so I did know you were going to do this one yeah. only because you told me to read it originally. Oh, I know. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I found this fic. And I read it all, like, basically in one day. Yeah. I am in love with this fic. Sure. This fic, I told you this earlier, I think is my top fic of the year. Fuck, dude. I think overall, out of all the fics I've ever read, this is in my top three. Mm-hmm. This is such a good fucking fic. Yeah. And I beg you, I literally will get on my knees and beg to anyone who will listen to go read this fic. It is so fucking good. It's This is the month of, like, please go read. Yeah. <laughs> please go honestly, read. Honestly. Honestly, it is. Um, This fic is so fucking mm-hmm. this immaculate yeah good taste. i have never seen you so excited about something i know and i like i originally texted you because yep. like none of my other friends uh, well let me get it's a reader ex-reader fake yeah. it is yn um a lot of my other friends don't really do mm-hmm. the the whole ex-reader and i respect that like mm-hmm. i don't try and shove it on them yeah. so you were like one of the only people that i could text yeah and be like oh my god i just found this fake it's so good <laughs> wow immaculate you should read it what scared me though is that after you read it and you're like mm, maybe you shouldn't read it <laughs> maybe you oh should my- wait <laughs> i read the tags originally and i was like ah, and then yeah. i got to the last chapter and i was like oh also i think you should say that it is half finished so season one of the fic has come out and well, then there's I, gonna be a part two well we don't know if there's gonna be a part after that either so i, I can't say that oh, it's that's half true. finished. this is the 
this whatever this is, this the first is part. part part one yeah. is fully complete sure we'll get into all that good stuff in a minute cool but this like this fic immaculate so it is satoru gojo mm-hmm. ex female afab of a jujutsu reader. kaisen fame of, of jujutsu kaisen fame i will preface by saying you really do not need to know anything about jujutsu kaisen okay. to enjoy this fic um it is au okay there are some names i'm going to be spouting out if you have any questions about who they are canon wise mm-hmm. you can ask me but for the most part i wouldn't say it's necessarily like out of character sure. but they you know, everyone has their preferences, yep. whatnot. There's yep. there's still family relations and, like, clan mm-hmm. things that happen. So I will sort of maybe explain characters Sick. as we go. Because Sick. this is a beast of a fic. Fuck yeah. Just to, like, let everyone know, the longest fic I've read thus far on the podcast was The Songbird in the Sea. Mm-hmm. Which was, like, I think my very first solo it was. episode. <laughs> it was. Um, that fic was over 300,000 words. Yep. I only did six pages of notes for uh-huh. that. This fake is only 200,000 words. I have 22 pages of notes. <laughs> yes, you texted me like, a couple nights ago being like, I got, I got 22 fucking pages. And I'm like halfway done and I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And then for the first time I was like, ha, bitch. I know. Because like, I, I'm I'm very just like, okay, bullet point it. Like, yep. just catalog yep. major events and then, you know, you'll remember it. So it's not going to be that big of a deal. So compared to Sydney's notes, uh-huh. Sydney usually writes full sentences, blocks of yeah. text that kind of stuff so she usually has longer notes than i do but they are just like a script yeah basically mine are just like bullet points writers just Mm -hmm. like okay well then this happened and this happened yeah that's why i (laughs) tend to rant (laughs) quite a bit in my solo episodes so these notes are still kind of like that they are a little bit lengthier i have pulled quite a few quotes from the fic itself so that Mm -hmm. is longer I, there's so much detail that's important. Like, I reread through all my notes this morning yeah. just to be like, okay, what is what would I consider B or C story sure. that I can just kind of not talk sure. about, but I'll, you know, I'll mention it or whatever. And I didn't even get rid of that much. Okay. I got rid of maybe a page okay. of notes. So we're in for a wild mm-hmm. ride. Again, this fic uh, has over 200,000 words. Mm-hmm. It is over the course of 20 chapters, though. Okay. So each is roughly. On Tumblr. On Tumblr. Yeah. There are, at the time of recording, six chapters posted on AO3. Mm-hmm. They are posting it pretty consistently, I'm pretty sure. Sure. But the original post dates were from May through October of this year. Okay. I did, I literally caught this <laughs> right, as, at, right as they fucking finished yeah. it. So, good on me, I guess. I found a gem right the last second. This fic is by St. Tobio. Yep. Same name for Tumblr and AO3. Mm-hmm. So on Tumblr, it's all completed and you can go read yeah. it there. The post, the the master list link, the uh-huh. post, um, has over 6,000 notes. Fuck. Which is like kind of fucking ridiculous, especially for a fan fiction yeah. post. Those don't... Sure. Like that's... that's... You, more, you know more about fan fiction on Tumblr than I do. Yeah. And that's one of the larger ones I've seen, definitely. And then I went in and I calculated the average notes per chapter or okay. 2.4 thousand okay that's that's yeah. hefty i went ahead and messaged saint tobio yeah. and we sort of talked there is a long list of tags that i do need to get okay. through and there's trigger warnings like if any of these if if any of these make you uncomfortable don't read this thing like they they're very kind in the way that at the beginning of each chapter they do list, po- trigger, list yeah. what is going to be in the chapter so you can just skip uh-huh. Towards the end, they actually start putting, like, the kind of bar that's, like, trigger warning, like, skip ahead, whatever. Um, So, it's modern AU. Okay. But (laughs) 
Okay, I'm going to go through these tags. Okay. It's a lot. Heavy angst, 18 plus, so like sex. Unrequited love, pregnancy, abortion, self-harm, suicide attempt, depression, arranged marriage, modern AU, which I went over, infidelity, adultery, emotional hurt slash comfort, physical abuse, violence, illness, abandonment, neglect, and a daddy and mommy kink. (laughs) 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 Abortion, abuse, infidelity, mommy and daddy kink. (laughs) Well, because like that wasn't a part of the original ones. And I was like, I should probably mention that there is a daddy mommy kink in here. Because I don't know. Um, If any of those make you even mildly uncomfortable, probably don't read this. Um, It's it's kind of a lot. Mm. This fake. I love this fake (laughs) so much. Okay. I'm terrified. Do you have any (laughs) preemptive questions for me? I literally don't think so. I just, I'm so scared only for the fact you were like, yeah, read this. And then you were like, oh, maybe not. Maybe not. (laughs) Maybe you shouldn't personally read this. (laughs) And now I'm being subjugated to this. Listen, I've read this fic two times over within the past, like, two weeks. You like being hurt. Don't act like you don't like it. I like the heartache. And I'm excited to see your reactions (laughs) because this is, this is a fuck ton. So I, in my notes, I flip between like you slash reader because it's second person or whatever. I mean, in the fic, it is second person, but for some reason in my notes, sometimes I just say reader. Okay. That's you. Okay. That's me. That's, that's you. That's you. So you come from old money. You, you are like extremely rich, right? And so in this one, you're 25 years old. You're the daughter of a CEO of a large conglomerate. It's called the Creston Financial Group. So CFG for short. Um, that's just like, there wasn't anything at the first chapter that was like, you just learn it for, for a while. Like the elders of your family are waiting for you to get married. So they, everyone just kind of decides you're going to have an arranged marriage and you get to, like choose a man (laughs) okay and what better choice than someone you've practically known since birth that being the heir to the gojo group satru gojo right um so after you picked him like you guys don't talk until the marriage or anything Mm -hmm. not that you talked all that much before since turning 18 things have gotten like lesser you were just concerned that he wouldn't want this like Mm -hmm. it's not his decision Mm -hmm. but everyone just assures you that he's gonna love you and care for you just like you you did when you were kids and like it'll be fine you know like everything's gonna be fine you guys have known each other for so long he would have maybe said something if he really didn't want this even his grandmother who satru can like thinks of as a mother confides in you and is just like it's gonna be fine darling like it's fine whatever so everyone kind of makes hasty pr- preparations like after you decide and it's it's fairly quick like I'm they never specify a time but within probably a week or two okay you're getting ready for a wedding that's Your no wedding. time whatsoever <laughs> yeah but they're rich I mean so yeah. like whatever they can just whip it out but of their still, ass like what why are we speeding rushing this wedding so every you're getting ready everything and as you're approaching the altar beautiful tall man Satoru Goju yeah. who I'm in love with yeah. he has a smile on his face and like you you ease and yeah. it's it's okay but as soon as you both join hands there's something in his eyes that you just know he doesn't want this not really he's not wholeheartedly in it and it breaks your heart you weren't expecting to have a broken heart on the night of your own wedding and you just had to stand there and listen to your vows and say your vows and kind of take it you know like how are you gonna say no now everything's already been said and done practically too late to back out (laughs) 
So you you guys get through the ceremony just fine, like no hitches or anything. Mm -hmm. He still smiles. Mm -hmm. During the reception, you don't feel any hesitation or anything from what you deemed Mm -hmm. he had at the altar, but it seems fine. During the reception, we kind of learned that the Gojo family is highly favorable of this arrangement. They sure. they really like this idea, and they really like this idea mainly because Gojo's grandmother Nana loves you. Okay, she adores you, and she's yeah. so ecstatic that you're the one marrying Gojo, okay. and like it's finally happening. At this time, also we kind of learn that you have a sister, and you two are the only two siblings. She is older than you, and her name is Jen. Okay. Later on in the night. He starts to brush off your hand and walk ahead of you and he starts ignoring you. Okay. But as soon as people look at you both, he, he acts civil and like uh-huh. he's in love and, you know, the works. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's when it kind of sets and you're like, shit, God damn it, you know. Entering the vehicle at the end of the night, he asks you if you couldn't wait for this day. I don't like how you said that. Maya, I don't you- want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him that you, honest to God, would have never gone through with this if you had just known that he yeah. didn't want it. Um, like, why didn't he tell? Was he for? Like, I'm not. Assu- I'm assuming he wasn't I, forced he, to do this. He refuses to listen to you and decides to just look out the window of the car rather than answering. You both enter his penthouse and he pins you against a wall rather harshly, stating that you two will never work. And he tells you to stay the fuck away from him. Okay, cool. Uh Uh-huh. When did you hate me so much? You married me. That's why. After a beat of silence, you can sleep on the couch. I'm not (gasps) sharing a bed with you. And that's how you spend your first night as a newlywed. Yes. Why did you think I would like this, Maya? <laughs> I just, I want to know what your fucking thought process is. Okay, well, we, okay, well we, we, we gotta get through this, okay? The next day, Gojo's sitting at his desk at the, at the rather large office building, wondering what would have happened if he did oppose the wedding. He figured it was nice that you were listening to his demands and leaving him alone, but it didn't change the fact that he was stuck with you. Not even a few moments later, his father storms into the office and slaps Gojo across the face rather harshly, questioning him why his wife returned to their family mansion on the night of their wedding. <gasps> I'm not fucking sleeping on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> his uh, Gojo Sr. I don't remember Gojo's okay, dad, and fine. I never did throughout <laughs> writing my notes, so I call him like Papa Gojo or <laughs> Gojo Sr. Good for you. Um, he blatantly, He's just like, you haven't won her heart yet. We become <laughs> our the fog over our eyes have been lifted. Papa Gojo is more focused on securing family shares and value. Uh, you know what? I should have love. seen that coming. So Satoru so sucks it up and just decides to pick you up and apologize. You know, for the sake cool. of everything. Before he leaves, Papa Gojo threatens to let Utah, Gojo's younger stepbrother, who's going to go into college soon, take over the Gojo group once he's graduated. And tells him to take a week off of work to woo his new wife on their honeymoon. Maybe give give you a kid. An heir. No. <laughs> a woman steps into the office not shortly after. Just to like, you know, break it up a little bit. Stating that Satoru's next appointment is there. Her name is Sarah. And it takes everything for him not to get up out of his chair and kiss her. Telling her he misses her with all of his heart. In his eyes, Sarah deserved to be the one in his home. Living such a lush life rather than working as a servant not you after being yelled at the night of your wedding you decided it would be best to return home around midnight 
after Gojo had fallen asleep. Your father is surprised, but you lie easily and tell him everything is fine. You just felt a little homesick and wanted to go. Gojo comes to pick you up shortly after his uh, meeting with his father. And him and your dad talk about kind of whatever else. Shares, money, that kind of stuff, business. Your father brings up that he wants you to be happy in life and in love. As would your deceased mother. It was her dying wish. God damn it. (laughs) Satoru, you know, puts on this great show telling you how he's going to go take you shopping for your honeymoon in Iceland. And he's acting so nice. And he's holding you close. And, you know, he's just he's just a dreamboat to look at. He's so nice. And in your heart, you can only hope that last night was just a whim off of high emotions and that everything will be fine because he's acting like this in front of you now, in front of your family. And he's being so sweet about everything. Mm. How wrong could you be? Mm. Childish is what Satro is. His arguments don't make any sense. He argues with you quite a bit throughout the entirety of this fic. And I'm just going to say most of his arguments, totally invalid. Oh, okay. Cool. Like, I yeah. I might go into detail for some it's, of them, but not a lot. It's giving me like a Charles Diana mm. like vibe yeah. is what it's giving me. Yeah. Anytime you both figure or finish your arguments, they just leave you feeling hurt and hollow on the inside. Sure. Nothing good ever happens. Even though you fought in the car, he still takes you shopping. Yeah, whatever. As he kind of has to yeah. now. Back in the penthouse, you take a nice shower and contemplate the situation you've found yourself in, mm. unfortunately. He walks in as you take a shower and tells you to sleep in the bed with him that night. You try and cover yourself up, obviously, you know, whatever. But he blatantly stares you in the eyes and states that there's nothing interesting to look at anyways. Uh -uh, Uh-uh, uh-uh, see what we're not going to do is. (laughs) It hurts so bad. I think think that would have been the moment I would have been like, no, uh, no, see, I, no. And then we flash back to... One week ago from that night, so only a few days before Uh his wedding, where Gojo has ended up staying late in his office and he's railing Sarah against his desk. He tells her finally about his arranged marriage and she tells him to go through with it because it's his parents' will. He promises to figure out a way for them to be together forever. I don't... I don't want to not like this woman. Because, like, as, as of right now, she's done nothing wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's totally valid. Yeah, but, like... (laughs) yeah yeah me too a lot of this fake is me banging my head against the wall it's like god damn it this fucking sucks i didn't think i would hate gojiro sato so much yeah this fake really puts ah this fake is so fucking good anyway now you're on the plane to iceland and you try your best to make small talk with Mm -hmm. him and he again has none of it he doesn't even want to look at you he does whatever he can to distract from you a majority of the trip Uh uh-huh even after you land. You guys stay near, like, an icy blue kind of lagoon. I don't... It's, like... Uh, it's hard to explain. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a lagoon. We'll just... All right. So, you ask him if he wants to go out to the lagoon with you, and he's... No. I don't... No, I don't want to. Sick. So, you go out by yourself, and while you're out there, a man tries to hit on you, and it almost sends you into a panic attack. Really. Like... Like, your heart's beating really yeah. fast. You tell him no, and he doesn't back off until this other chick named Alex comes up and steps in for you and, like, hey, she said fuck off. Mm-hmm. Like, leave her alone. And then he backs up. 
just when you were freaking out, your heart hurt a little bit more than it usually would, but you don't think too much of it. You're just like, oh, <laughs> scary. I'm in a different country <laughs> and some like guy scary wouldn't Scary man. Yeah. So after an hour or so of talking to her, you go back to the room and Satoru mentions that he saw your period tracker on your phone and how you're the most fertile. They're going to keep asking about a kid. And so you oh. explain to him how you've never done it with anyone. Stop. He is so vulgar and judgmental about taking your first. Why are you doing this to me? He guides you through sucking his dick and fingering <laughs> yourself. Nothing is romantic and it is all business. After he unloads in you, <laughs> he tells you not to, to wait for him as he cleans up and you go to bed. This is, it's my worst nightmare. <laughs> it's not fun. Like, truly? You, the next day, you wake up to him talking to Sarah over the phone. Okay, yeah, of course. You choose to ignore it, seeing as he okay, doesn't really I know. Okay, I kind of am a little judgmental against this woman because, like, she knows he's married mm-hmm. now. So, like... <laughs> Fair. Ma'am? You choose to ignore it. Don't bring it up or anything. He doesn't... You know, you weren't aware of the situation mm-hmm. before that. And you both just go sightseeing for the day. Um, he makes you take couples fi- pictures for, you know, Instagram, Twitter, sure. whatever. Just to fool everyone into thinking everyone's okay and then you ask him sometime in the day if you could go see the northern lights later and he actually agrees to go with you which wow the bare fucking the bare minimum (laughs) once you return to the hotel for dinner you spot alex and ask her to join you both alex throughout the dinner conversation casually brings up the harassment you had endured Mm -hmm. the day before and gojo gets upset asking why you didn't tell him and what the man looked like so he could go find him for a split second you think maybe he does care well yeah and you squeeze his hand underneath the table he's not wearing his wedding ring (gasps) you make a fuss about it and he doesn't he says it doesn't matter so you invite alex to see the northern lights with you my husband isn't feeling too well so he'll be going back to the room so you and Alex go and see the Northern Lights without Gojo. <laughs> How are you feeling, bud? Bad. I feel bad. I okay. feel bad in every way um, that I could possibly feel bad. And I feel like if you told me to read this fic, I would have gotten two chapters in and just not have been able to do it. That's why I'm forcing it yeah, on thank you right you so now. Much for yeah, thank you so much Yeah, no worries. <laughs> because you knew I just wouldn't have been able to finish it. Not because it's a bad fic, just because it, these are not the emotions I like feeling. As we've gone through yeah. in a previous episode. But I, I like feeling these emotions yeah. for some reason. So as you and Alex are kind of looking up at the Northern Lights and you're taking some photos, someone snatches your phone and throws a sweater at you. And it's it's Satru. He followed you out. And he was just like, I don't understand why you're not wearing the sweater that I bought you. Like, it's cold outside. Being the cheeky guy he is, he very quickly takes a selfie of him kissing your cheek. And with all the lights and everything in the background. Mm-hmm. So you post that. And it's the, that's like the one photo you really have Great. from the trip. As you hold him in the cold... You ask who Sarah is since you heard their conversation. Did you like you like overheard it? Like he you weren't supposed to hear it, I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 Are you cheating on me? Gojo avoided your eyes, but he wasn't feeling guilty in the slightest. The contortion of his visage was more so because he didn't want you to pry into his personal life, believing that you didn't have all the right to do so. Great. It's not cheating when you never had my heart in the first <gasps> place. But we've been together before you ruined it, he spat. Eyebrows furrowing and lips turning into a downward slope. She's the woman that should have been in your spot right now, not you. I never asked for you. Yeah, right, Prince Charles. (laughs) Fuck (laughs) off my dick, all right. You ask to meet Sarah, and it's just a plea to understand why your marriage isn't working. 
Oh, so you wait after you, you come back, you meet yeah, with her. Yeah, you're asking to meet her. Yo, to understand <laughs> that's a level of confrontation I can never be a part of. <laughs> it's it, an indiscriminate amount of time when you return from Iceland and he starts going back to work. So mm-hmm. before whatever work day this is, you guys have a quickie in bed or Great. whatever. And the only reason I mention this is because after it's over and he leaves, you take out your birth control pills and take out and take one. Oh, for good the day. for you. Yeah, I will. So. I do. I want to ask the these scenes, these eighteen plus scenes, are they like uncomfortable to read? Um, not really. Okay. Surprisingly, um, they they were handled with class. Okay. Like I I I personally didn't feel uncomfortable. Besides that first one where he was like, "I'm taking all your first. Like you you. I didn't think of you to be one to save yourself for marriage and like that kind of stuff. Um, but definitely later things get like way steamier okay. and like. They're definitely explicit, okay. but they're they're actually really good. Okay. I, I liked reading it. But probably for these, you would probably be uncomfortable sure. reading these first couple ones just because of... You know my background. The situation. Yeah. So that day, you decide to go visit his office with the intention of meeting Sarah for of the course. first time. Yeah. Sarah is very envious of those in the upper class. She doesn't understand why she has to work so hard and so on and so forth. Sure. You know. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So you walk into the office and kind of find her alone, finally asking, like, can we go get lunch? The meeting goes better than I had thought when oh, okay. when, when I heard that the, <laughs> the reader wanted to meet with Sarah. I was yeah. like, this is not going to go well. Yeah. But it goes surprisingly well. Sarah understands that you're a nice and genuine person okay. and pleads with you to let her and Gojo keep seeing each other because they truly do love one another. Because she was seeing Gojo, his uh, his father demoted her. She used to be a secretary and now she's not. And she needs to pay like her family's rent and like so on. And so she needs this job, but she loves Gojo and, you know, it, it's a whole thing. And how could you say no? Like, you, they didn't ask for Five this. Five ways till Sunday ask. is how I can say no. <laughs> um, so while you guys are at lunch, Gojo is stuck in a meeting where they keep talking about how much better their numbers are going to be once the Gojo group merges with CFG. He only views you as a ticket towards his success. Yeah. Once the meeting is over... We're not allowed to get divorces in this universe. Like, Well, we'll talk about that okay, later. Okay, thank you. Um, mm. Once the meeting was over, both you and his father... Or both him and his father run into you and Sarah walking into the building. His father, wanting to shove your privileged position into the other woman's face, invites you over to dinner, saying, You are always welcome in our home. At the dinner, <laughs> family tension is super high between Satru and his stepmother. Yeah. After... You both get questions about, oh, are you trying for a baby? No, like, where's the air? No. Um, to ease some tension. It's been like a month. <laughs> not even. Yeah. Like maybe two weeks. Um, to ease some tension, Nana asks you to come upstairs with her because she, you know, she's a sweet old lady. Yeah. Meanwhile, Utah tries to talk to Satru about you, and Utah and Satru do not have a good relationship. Okay. Um, Utah says that he's always seen you as his sister and asks Gojo to treat you kindly because that's what you deserve. Gojo says, I'll play with her heart and make sure she's going to cry on her knees before I leave her. What the fuck is going... Also, how much younger is this brother? Do you Utah know? Utah is like 17, 18 and Gojo's oh, okay. like 26 or so. Okay. And then Utah's like, what is happening? And yeah. then Gojo's father <laughs> comes into the room and just straight up punches Satoru several times for dissing his wife in front of the family i don't there's there's a big old confrontation and everything we we learned that gojo started to date sarah out of spite of his father (laughs) but but ended up falling in love with her after spending so much time with her he 
started to date a lower class woman to spite his father because his father married a lower class woman and so on and so forth you know know i'm really trying to be like all for the girlies right now but i'm yeah you're Um, really testing me yeah (laughs) this this thing is a wild ride so you know Safru calls his father a hypocrite because eula his now stepmom was lower class before she married into the gojo group you know and he's like why am i not allowed to do this how can you do it and not me i mean fair question yeah totally fair through this confrontation we also learn that papa gojo had originally told Satru he would be able to fully divorce you after the merger between the two companies was complete. Too bad this was a farce, as the divorce would damage both family names and split the funds in half. Or, well, not necessarily split the funds in half, but, you know. Yo, rich people be wild. <laughs> yeah. The, the fighting gets more intense, and, like, it starts to get more physical because Papa grabs a golf club <gasps> and raises his arms as he's about to swing, but you step in and plead and are like dad please don't do this yada 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 like you're you really you really don't want this it, it's it sends pain into your chest just like the lagoon where it was like pan- panic uh-huh. straight into your heart and i mean Sajiru, like, i hope it would because even i'm a person who like if no one deserves scream, that. no yeah. one deserves that but also like if people even scream at someone else around me like i panic really hard yeah so you you actively step in yeah. between them and are like please don't do this yada 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 Satru is actually like concerned about you after the confrontation he's like are you okay like that's not like, no <laughs> yeah so you both go back to the penthouse and you open up a little bit about the the situation you know he asks you why you act quote unquote like you care and about why why would you have gone through with the marriage like that kind of thing and you bring up that maybe you should just end it maybe you should just divorce and get it over like because this is not working yeah gojo looks nervous when you bring this up but doesn't give you a reason why you need to stay together. You were completely dumbfounded as you suddenly had him grabbing your cheek and diving his lips onto yours. The movement of his lips from the sudden kiss had passion, but there was little to no love. You knew the difference and you knew that he was just forcing himself to do so. Every form of affection that you received from your husband had only resulted into pain and it started to make you feel empty and hopeless. You feel that bad that you ruined my relationship, he asked, pulling away as his eyes bore into you pay the repercussions and stay with me i'm sorry i didn't know such thing sir i did not <laughs> know of anything you inf- didn't you agreed to the marriage you did not stop it i'm also confused about his headspace because I, he feels like a man who would have like stuck it to his father you know what i mean is it just because he said that he was gonna give the position to his younger brother like i'm just confused and why he's there, coming there's from. the whole physical aspect too yeah gojo a- satru is the vice president of gojo Group. yeah and then you know his dad is the ceo yeah but i'm just i'm just failing to understand like what like how he, he- all he has ever wanted in life is for his father to say that he's proud of him okay. getting this merger to go through is his ticket this man needs therapy oh 100 percent. Therapy. 100 so what do you do when you're rich i don't know you attend you auctions buy... you attend fancy auction events where you buy stuff for ridiculously high sure. prices because other rich people want it right yeah, why not so you and gojo attend this fancy high-end mm-hmm. auction and while you're out he can't uh, catches a glimpse of this gold bracelet that you're wearing which he notices as his family heirloom heirloom and you say that nana had given it to mm-hmm. you 
Because that bitch loves me. The only one. The only one. <laughs> Level of bitches. You guys talk a little bit. Not too much. But he only talks to you when you're out in public. Like around other people. Yeah. Because he has to act sure. a certain way. Through all of this, um, we learn you design clothes. You don't actually sew them yourself or anything. But you design clothes. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty high end. And one of your pieces is actually up at the auction tonight. Oh, nice. And you know that some people will be auctioning. Okay. Or bidding. Sick. There's a there's the right word. Bidding for it. So Gojo's friends are also there. Shoko and Suguru. Okay. So Shoko kind of pulls you away and introduces you into the Zenin kiddos being Mai and Maki. Okay. They're both like older teenagers, like 16-ish. Right. They, no age is ever okay. given. But Mai is just like, oh my god, I'm so excited <laughs> to buy your dress. Like, yeah. I'm getting it. And you're, you're like really happy that someone enjoys what you do. Yeah. Meanwhile, Gojo is more concerned with fighting Ghetto or Suguru. Mm-hmm. He runs into Naoya. I'm pretty sure that's how you say that name. Zenin, who compliments him on his acting and mentions that there's been some pretty hefty rumors about an unhappy marriage happening. Yula kind of interrupts what the two are talking about and makes the situation even more tense because Satu fucking hates her. You kind of spot them from afar and go in and save him despite okay. everything. So the bidding goes through and my bids quite a high amount to get your dress. And, you know, you feel flattered. Well, as you deserve. The last item for the auction was the Jimmy Choo blue flat pumps that were owned by Princess Diana. Good call. (laughs) As they reveal them, you kind of like air gets like sucked out of you you're like oh my god they're so pretty and people just start bidding like crazy gojo had seen your gasp in the light in your eyes and he pulls the card out of your hand and bids five million yen so fucking confused by this man after everything is said and done it's time for everyone to collect their items from the auction so you both kind of split off sometime later you see ghetto and you ask him where gojo is he tells you "Eh, somewhere over there and you go and find him with the shoes giving them to sarah oh sick you know what i'm no longer confused i'm good yeah we're good thank you so um, much for listening to the episode day sydney's done you kind of listen in from outside the room and he mentions that he had booked them the presidential suite at a hotel for the night with tears running down your face and an immense pain in your chest you find the hotel bar as you do at this bar is the zenin clan owner toji well you both start talking, and you know that he's also from one of these high-end families, uh-huh. right? Oh, mommy milkers. Mommy milkers. I've changed my tune. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. So you both, uh, you completely open up about the failure of your marriage. Because, mm-hmm. like, you, he knows. Like, he he comes from a high-end family, sure. so you know. And you just talk about it, and Toji's just like, okay, let's get your mind off of it. Just talk about whatever you want. And he's, like, super nice about everything. And he talks to you about your design passion and how you, like, you know, just mm-hmm. the works, and he just helps you. Gojo, after talking to his girlfriend for a while, figured it would talking. be suspicious. Well, they didn't do anything yet. Um, <laughs> Gojo figured it would be suspicious if he didn't find his wife after the auction. Oh, what? I had a bad thought. What? No, I know what's gonna come. Okay, pin pin that. Put a pin in that. I'm putting a pin in it. Cool. I'm putting a pin in it. Um, so he goes to find you after the auction, and uh, imagine his surprise when he sees you with his business rival. The hottest man in town. Um, so immediately when he sees you, you're obviously inebriated. Um, he accuses Toji of making you drink, and Toji snaps back, and he's like, 
she came in crying mm. and needed to like blow off steam mm-hmm. so not my problem gojo doesn't understand why you're crying and calls you a burden <gasps> that he like since there's other things that he could be doing and why do you have to be in a state like this right now Toji pays for everything and asks you if you're okay, ignoring Gojo completely, and asking you if you want him to take you home because he doesn't consider you a burden in the slightest. Um, so Toji. Stating that you're actually pretty interesting to talk to once you open up a bit. Gojo tells him to stay away from his wife. They've like switched personalities yeah. in this fic. Toji pushes, uh, saying, then treat her better. Gojo takes you home for the night and has to act as babysitter at the penthouse, trying his best to get you to go to bed so that he could leave. You insist on taking a shower, but in the middle of it, you end up crying about how you're not pretty enough and you don't know what's wrong with you. (laughs) He asks you who doesn't think you're pretty. My husband, he won't look at me when I talk. Your tears and words had an awful clutch on Sadru as you end the shower and both banter lightly back and forth, making jokes. Enough for him to take you back towards the bedroom, and he makes you ride him. While you are drunk. Great. Well, you... To be fair, you did start it. Yeah, I don't care. But, you know, I'm... Towards the end of doing the deed, he asks you why you were talking to Toji. He's nice. You are mean. Very mean. And he chooses to ignore it. (laughs) And nuts inside of you. Stop. <laughs> it's funny. It's not. <laughs> it's not, but it, it's funny to me. In the morning, you move around with a headache to get some coffee, and bits and pieces of the night start to come back right. to you. As you're going through the night's events in your mm-hmm. head, there's a knock at the door. Sarah sees you, like you're in a room, but she could tell what happened, and she starts to cry and like lose it. Lady, Gojo comes out of the bedroom to see her run off. Before he can storm out of the room, you try and stop him, but he won't let you. Know your boundaries and leave us alone. You haven't seen or heard from him since then. It's been about three days. Awesome. Um, so that happened over the weekend, and now it's Monday. So mm-hmm. you decided to go visit your father and your sister at the CFD offices. Jen tells you how she talked with Satru on the phone yesterday, mm. and he sounded so excited about trying to have a baby with you. <gasps> He also, she also tells you how happy she is that things are working out between you both and that your dad would have beaten himself up if he, if things had turned out bad. As you were leaving the giant fucking building, you run into Toji, who asks you to accompany him since you seem to be all alone. <laughs> Mommy milk is from heaven. <laughs> he kind of takes you around on a field day. They're just walking around mm-hmm. different buildings and he shows you an empty building. And he turns to you and he's just like, I want you to use this building to design closing someday. And you're just like, excuse me? Um, I don't think I can do that. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, I'll wait. I turned down Montclair for you. I'll wait. Wait, what? Montclair wanted to use the building. Who's Montclair? Like another client? High-end fashion. Oh, okay. High-end fashion people. Sick. Very high-end fashion people. Fuck. And it's like, it's a lot for you because no one's, you know, done something Uh like this for you ever. And And he's the hottest man. (laughs) (gasps) As you guys kind of finish walking around the little plaza, you decide to buy Satru a new suit. And the the seamstress is like, oh, can I get the measurements from your husband? And she points at Toji and they call you Mrs. Zenon. And neither (laughs) of you kind of clear anything up. You're just like, it's a funny little joke between you both. (laughs) Haha. No funny. Over the weekend, in some remote location, Gojo and Sarah are 
going at it quote-unquote mostly well they're they're just making out in his car right they haven't done anything they've only been doing oral okay he is actually irritated that you haven't even tried to reach out to him my but he reassures sarah that you will never have him by the time you return from to that penthouse that day, Monday. Uh, Gojo was not back. You decided to make yourself dinner and try to relax, but there's a knock at the door. It's Gojo's birth mother, who neither of you had seen in eight years. Hey. Yeah. She talked about how happy she is that you both are now married and how Satro used to talk about you and her, to about you to her and Nana mm-hmm. when he was a little boy. Like he was always wanted to play with you, sure. be around you, that kind of thing. While you both are talking and catching up, Satoru finally comes home and he fucking loses it. He yells at his mom, tells her to leave. She was never there. Just get out. I He doesn't want to see her right now. You step in between them and tell him that you can talk to whoever you want. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter. Mom is just like, okay, I'm going to ease the tension and fucking go. See you later. Mm. Um, and you both are alone. After some time, he realizes you're not actually in the penthouse, but you're actually up in the pool, just swimming by yourself, Mm -hmm. looking at the cityscape. He goes up. Are you not going to come back to bed? He coldly asked and got no response in return. No. I'm asking you. The least you could give was was to shake your head. Since when did you wait for me? Satoru was offended at the fact that you weren't looking at him as you talked, now being reminded of all the upsetting things that he was dying to bring up. You didn't try to ask where I've been. Not one text or call. Guess it doesn't matter to you if I disappear again, huh? The silence was scary, but your answer had taken him aback. There are three of us in this marriage, Satoru. I'm sure you can live without my attention. Only slightly did you turn your head to glance at him. And didn't you say I should leave you alone? He was so speechless that he lost grip of all of his words that he could think of saying. The sudden change from your normally calm Demeter was beginning to confuse his mind. Why was he even feeling extremely affected? What if you were just displaying this good girl act all along and this was what you were really like underneath? Either way, he wanted his gentle and submissive wife. Shouldn't you be thankful that I still come home to you at all? His words were spiteful, but you didn't bother giving a response when you swam towards the far edge of the pool, climbing up as water dripped down your body. The minute of distraction that went into his that went into staring at your womanly figure was replaced by the look of desolation in your eyes as you stared at his neck. There were small purple marks that came from Sarah's lips, Mm. something that seemed to have deeply etched into his wife's heart, but not in a good way. I know my boundaries now, you answered, voice weakening in the middle of the sentence. You wrapped your body with a towel without ever meeting his eyes. Thank you for reminding me. That was his instinct that led him to hold your wrist before you could take another step away from him. Fleeting, you faced him with an innocent smile of yours, but he could see that this was merely a mask to hide the sadness underneath it. If you can't find it in your heart to respect me as your wife, at least treat your mom with respect. That's all I ask. I'm just confused how men are. <laughs> um, like, you asked her to leave you alone, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, how the table's turned. Yeah, like, no, 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 Like, no, exactly. really, guy? You're so fucking shocked that she's done with being taught like this especially when the hottest man in the world in the world yeah is like treating her with an ounce of kindness yeah. basically yeah. like sorry so that night is horrible <laughs> as a void of guilt and insecurity rises in your chest right as you start to sleep gojo starts to whimper and move and thrash a bit 
he's having a nightmare about his mom leaving. You can piece this together through whatever he mumbles. And you soothe him awake. Once he does, he doesn't let you move from his grasp, needing some assurance that someone is there and won't leave. I don't fucking care anymore. (laughs) He moves to kiss you, and for the first time since your wedding, you sense some sort of genuine feeling. He starts to kiss down your body and mentions that he saw a box of tampons in the bin, just noting that you were not Uh pregnant. Why do you want a child so bad? It was my promise to you back when we were six. What the fuck is Flashback, flashback. (laughs) Flashback to Kid Gojo stealing your first kiss. And you told him you weren't allowed to kiss anybody but your husband. So he makes a promise to you to be your husband. I don't fucking... Yeah. Back to the present. Great. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for the side. Uh, it's the next day and you're fixing his tie and you tell him you have to pick up a new suit that you ordered. He feels guilty having spent the whole weekend away from you. Irritated that you weren't messaging him but out shopping. But you were out shopping for him while he was with his quote unquote mm, mistress. Great. Awesome. Um, he tells you to go to the office with him so you both can get the suit together and you actually get excited. He feels guilty that you get excited over the smallest things. But, oh, yeah. yeah, the bar is on the floor. I know. You have dug a hole in China. He much prefers this version of his wife than the one he met at the pool. What fucking concept? Before you leave, um, before you both leave, May May, the receptionist or his secretary or whatever, texts him and tells him that there's a mole in the company spreading rumors about his infidelity. Ah. At the office, you sit and wait for him to finish whatever tasks he had throughout the day, but he has you come over and sit on his lap. He brings up the topic of the merger and starts to play with the hem of your skirt, talking about how good it would be for both of your companies. Don't you think so? This and that. You just say that you don't get involved with a lot of the business stuff. Leave that up to your dad and your sister. Um, But he kind of looks at you and he's like, but your dad will listen to you, won't he? You know, you just tend to leave that stuff to your family but you don't want his kindness to stop so you don't really say anything ha there's a quickie great (laughs) there's a quickie where he pounds you from the back on his desk very cool um this is the first just in case anyone wanted to know this is the first instance where he calls you mommy (laughs) (laughs) calls you a a mommy not like his mommy once you guys get to the tailor's shop it's the same seamstress that you and um, Toji had run into, mm-hmm. run into, and she mistakenly calls you Mrs. Zenin Good for her. in front of Gojo, and he, you know, starts to crack. You fire back, stating Toji was just being kind while he was out with his mistress. He does not like that Sarah is being called his mistress now. Um, while he's getting the fitting done, you hold his things and receive he his phone receives a text from Sarah stating that she didn't like him bringing you to the office, even if it was all for show. How stupid could you be to think that he was doing something nice for once? Yeah. He was just using you as a as a stunt. You go into his photos and delete the one photo he has of you both from the Northern Lights. And this is your first act of, like, building a brick wall between you Oh, fuck you yeah. Let's go girl power. What was wrong in this marriage was you staying when all flags were no other colors but red. Yeah. Gojo wasn't dumb and he knew that you had seen the text, but his pride held him from telling you that all that shit was just a bonus and he actually did want to go out with you that day yeah bullshit like i how are you expecting me to believe any of this now (laughs) skip indiscriminate amount of time it's his father's birthday party so you spend the night hanging out with satoru shoko and suguru 
they all kind of talk for a bit and Shoko and Suguru bring up the Bora Bora trip. And you're confused because you haven't heard anything about mm-hmm. this trip. And they were talking like it was coming up. Sure. Um, and they explain it's actually a yearly trip between all of them and Sarah. Great. Who's been going the past couple of years. <laughs> and they ask if she's still coming and Gojo informs them that she is. Great. You just say, I'm going to stay home. I don't need to be a part of this. Yeah. I understand. And he straight up tells you, no, you have to go because it'll be suspicious if I leave my wife. <sighs> But Shoko is really nice about it. And she's like, okay, well, we'll do things and it'll be fun. She's she's really trying her best. Shoko's like the best character in all of okay, this. Okay, good. So the rest of the party, Saro kept being pushed, like pulled away from you from old people. But he kind of keeps his eye on you. You just stay around Jen and you actively stay away from him after the talk mm-hmm. of the Bora Bora trip. She asks you, Jen asks you if something's wrong because she can obviously tell. Saru keeps glaring at you from across the room and you actively avoid his stare. And you tell her that it's fine. It's just, you know, a little thing. Mm-hmm. Nothing to be worried about. So Papa Gojo steps out and gives like this whole big speech about how like Gojo Group is so successful. Sure. And he kind of ends it by saying... The greatest gift he's ever gotten his family. And this fucking sets Satru off. He runs off and he grabs a bottle of whiskey on his way out and he just starts like chugging it. He like this is total bullshit. Yep. How dare his dad say that kind of shit when yep. he beats his family constantly. Actively beats them <laughs> and like that kind of stuff. So you see this and you follow him into the parking lot where he's leaning on the back of his car and drinking really heavily. Yeah. Like by the time you're out there, he's fucking gone. So in in like this panic kind of you were like, should I call Sarah to calm you down? Because like you might need it. And he is just stunned that his wife is asking to call like his mistress out of all the things that could have happened. Like how good of a person are you to like offer that? He kind of goes off about how. Sarah doesn't like when he opens up about his emotions and his feelings. And <laughs> Why, what? Yeah, Sarah doesn't like it. She likes this, or what Satru thinks Sarah likes is this image of a perfect man uh-huh. that he has to maintain. Okay, you finished this fic. Did you end this fic liking Sarah or not liking her? Mm-hmm. Or just being neutral, I guess. Neutral, leaning more towards distaste. Okay. But she does have a sort of redemption. Okay. But some of the things she does is like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you thinking, bitch? <laughs> so we'll get to those. You are messing with my girl power right now. <laughs> you you kind of take this as, oh, he's never had anyone in his life to mm-hmm. comfort him on these sort of things. And this must be why he clings to you after having nightmares and why he needs someone like physically to be there for him. His father, stepmom, and stepbrother, Utah, all run out into the parking lot. You know, Papa Gojo fucking starts smacking him about God. and scolding him for making a scene. Again, you force yourself in between them saying, he's just drunk. We're going home. Please don't hurt him that kind of thing and before you know it, you're you're fucking leaving at the penthouse he starts to get grabby with you like with the intention or whatever he's just being very affectionate and you don't understand why you ask him to stop a- acting like no one's around you can mm-hmm. stop he tells you he isn't acting and that you're his finally he opens up some telling you that he's scared that he's going to get attached to you and going to leave you just like his mom did and you end the night saying then don't do things that'll make me leave what a wild fucking concept fair enough what a wild concept (laughs) so you wake up 
that morning and have a quote-unquote session with Gojo, and ah. that's where the daddy kink is introduced. Ah, great. It ends, that that chapter specifically, ends with him going up to get a towel to clean you both when you check his phone, and it's an ovulation tracker for Sarah. Crushed. <laughs> I marked this chapter, this next chapter. I'm going to mention the chapters that I marked at the end, like which numbers they are. You have to read these fucking chapters. They're so fucking hurdy. They're so good. I'm not reading shit. <laughs> it's good. The flight to Bora Bora is tense, to say the least. You actively avoid Gojo, and he doesn't really know why, mm-hmm. but him and Sarah get all mushy or what, whatever, so you hang out with Suguru and Shoko. I'm so confused at how these people can still be friends with him, because I would not be friends with a person yeah. like this. I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't ask me. Okay. Shoko kind of, she insists that you give Gojo the ultimatum at the end of this trip yeah yeah and she's <laughs> yeah. like you need to take what's yours because this isn't right yeah you know and you're thinking about it and she kind of brings up the idea of like what if he accidentally gets sarah pregnant and it kills you from the inside out and it, it just makes you cold because you know that this trip was meant to be for something along the lines of them doing those activities so it just it makes you upset like unbelievably so once you guys land the Valid. hotel staff actually call sarah mrs gojo <gasps> and thank them for returning back to the resort and it, it totally just it, now you're just seeing red and you storm off to the via and you try and go to your, into your room but he kind of goes in and he tries to console you and ask you what wrong and you just straight up tell him no and to leave you alone do you want to start back on our wedding night yeah, like, what yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. do you want um so after you kind of take a nap and kind of like settle down a little bit you go out to the beach and relax and sarah interrupts you she makes a whole bunch of claims but the main ones being that you must be afraid of her getting pregnant before you and that if she has a kid like if sarah and gojo have a kid she's gonna he's gonna leave her obviously this makes you really really upset so you just kind of go off because you're like fuck you um (laughs) you didn't need to say that to me this um, is one of those movie, m- moments where you're like, the fuck are you talking about, bitch? Exactly. It's <laughs> like, you are not, why are you so entitled? Yeah. Um. So Gojo is in the pool with Ghetto and they're, Go- Gojo's trying to get his opinion on the whole like Sarah versus, not versus, but Sarah and you <laughs> situation. And Ghetto straight up tells him, he's like, you can't have both. Yeah, you can't have you, your cake. You can't have too. both. You gotta, you gotta pick at some point because this, this situation isn't livable. Yeah. At the same time, Shoko... Is trying to get you out of your room, which mm-hmm. you would return to, to go and swim with them. And once you actually go out into the pool, Gojo kind of tries to grab your hip to, like, sit next to him. And you void him and sit next to Ghetto. Let's You're go. Just like, fuck you. Let's go. Let's um, go. They, they kind of talk about what they're going to do tomorrow. Like, maybe go out swimming in the ocean. And you just tell them, you're like, oh, I'm afraid of open water. Like, I have thalassophobia. Like, it's not my thing. And Gojo is like, BS, you, like, went swimming in that lagoon in Iceland. And you fucking, like, don't talk about Iceland to me. Just don't talk about it. And he's like, oh. He, it kind of, this is the first time Wait, where it hits I, him. What happened in Iceland again? Sorry, I forgot. You notice he wasn't wearing his wedding ring. Okay. And like the first. The harassment thing. Yes. 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 Okay. I remember yes. now. So this is the first time where he fully realizes that like th- maybe Iceland is a trigger for you. <laughs> and like maybe he was re- acted really, really poorly. Like that's oh, not cool. Well, that's yeah. Concept. Just maybe. And so he's like, did I really hurt her th- that bad back then? Like he, he, nothing's been put into perspective. 
I'm for him. I'm sorry that you don't have human emotions. Yeah. But, like, normal people, yeah, that's gonna yeah. hurt a lot. Yeah. So, Sarah joins in not that much long later, and she mentions that her and Sadri are gonna be spending the night in the jacuzzi. And you're done, so you start getting up out of the pool, <laughs> you're and you're like, wow, how romantic is that? And you just go back to your room. I love us. <laughs> I love us right now. Also, um, I'm so sorry for anybody named Sarah currently. I'm so sorry. Well, okay, this Sarah's name is spelled S E R A. Like Bella Sarah? Like yeah. the fucking horse character. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm so sorry because it's, it's so jarring to hear your name be used in a context. Yeah. It's like, oh. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do <laughs> <Sorry>. that. <laughs> um, so. Alone, Sarah tries to coerce Gojo into having sex since they haven't had mm-hmm. sex since you and Gojo got married. But he refuses and she, like, loses it. She's like, okay, well, the, a whole long argument happens, but she gives him an ultimatum of going up to you and straight up telling you that Sarah is the prettiest girl ev- alive ever in his eyes. And he just doesn't respond. Sorry. Instead, he, like, coerces her back to sleep and Gojo literally cannot sleep that night. Because- she gives him an ultimatum yes yes. what right do you have exactly exactly so it's kind of fucking weird like it's hard to explain but if you read it you'd understand he in the middle of the night he he literally cannot sleep without you Mm. like it's at this point where he just can't so in the middle of the night he leaves sarah's room and goes to yours and Mm. slinks into bed with you that morning you rush out of bed once you notice him there and you're like fuck no i'm (laughs) die bitch (laughs) Uh, you go to the beach for some alone time, which he ends up interrupting mm. um, and unable to escape. Like, he kind of grabs you and mm. forces you into the ocean with you to swim. Right. And he tries to talk to you about Sarah. And you're mm. like, I don't want to hear about what you guys did. That's fucking gross. And he's like, but it's not. It's what we didn't do. And you were just like, fuck this. So <laughs> you. <laughs> we you No, exactly. So you rush <laughs> off and you join Ghetto and. um shoko for the day because you're like no um <laughs> not nope nope <laughs> so wait he like has it has not fucked her at all no damn yeah he he doesn't want to risk it but back in the via he sits in your room mm-hmm. and he starts looking through his phone because he's whatever he feels bad or mm-hmm. he wants your attention really it's ironic how he used to be angry at you for being clingy but now all he wants is no, your yeah, literally. Attention. He accuses Sarah of deleting his only photo of you, which you had deleted. Um, but he wanted to look at it to clear his head. It's the one photo he has of you among hundreds of Sarah. She shifts around the room. It's your room again, and she kind of knocks over a bag as she's trying to explain that she didn't. It's your medicine bag, and your birth control pills <gasps> fall out, and she no is just like no. What the fuck? After your eventful oh. morning, you... Um, I thought she was going to do something worse. I thought she was going to steal him. You start... You're taking a stroll with Shoko and Ghetto, and Shatru storms up to you and just starts calling you desperate. You must be so desperate to have sex with him, and that's why you're taking the pills so you won't get pregnant, so he'll keep fucking. What a piece of shit you are. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going on the dislike side of things. Yeah. Like, I'm going strongly yeah. <laughs> over on this side. This is a huge, huge argument, and you finally open up about how things in this marriage aren't worth it, how he decided to have a kid on his own terms, not ask you, Hmm. how you didn't want to raise a kid knowing that the marriage Hmm. isn't real and the parents won't love each other, and how you didn't give a damn that he made a promise to you when you were six because he 
didn't even keep the promises he made to you on your wedding day. Reasonable. Reasonable. He says he never wanted this, and you tell him he could have just said something before it all happened. You also say you're glad that you don't love him because it'll be easier to leave him. And maybe that's what his mom went through when she left him. This was the wrong thing to say because the anger is blinding. He is so furious that he refuses to listen to you, takes the wedding ring off of his finger and chucks it into the ocean. And he just leaves. He tells you to leave if that's what you really want. The pain in your chest hurts so much worse than it ever has, but you can only focus on getting the ring back and you almost drown yourself oh doing so. Oh my god! So. Goto, or Ghetto and Shoko have to pull you out of the ocean and console you into not like oh my god. drowning, basically. Gojo rushes back to the via using his rage to fuck Sarah without <gasps> a condom. And only towards the end, once he's very close to his release, does he realize what he's doing. No. At the last moment, he pulls out, but some did no. get in. And while he's pulling out, Ghetto interrupts their moment, quote Sick. unquote. Awesome. Ghetto can't stand this anymore and tells him to get his shit together. And Gojo, now the anger is gone, asks you, where asks, where is my wife? Where mm. is she? He tells you that you had passed out from crying and Shoko doesn't oh want you God! anywhere near him. <gasps> he just wants to see you so badly, but Ghetto assures him that he's already lost you. <gasps> you, the next day, take a commercial plane home. You can't bear being with him and you have to go to a hospital because of how bad your heart pain was. You actually get diagnosed with a heart problem called angina pectoris, aka stable angina. It's hereditary and it's what killed your mother. It was spurred on from heavy stress, is inevitable, and could leave t- lead to death if continuously spurred on like it has been. Shoko pulls you into her office as soon as your meeting with the doctor is over, and you kind of tell her about everything. It hurts you having the same condition that killed your mother, but you know that you won't be able to face your father and sister as is right now. For the past week, you have been staying at home in your family mansion, avoiding a certain someone, mm. but tonight... You really can't. Deciding life is too short to even think about this, you call Toji and accept his offer. Fuck to yeah! Work Fuck yeah! For the clothing. Let's go! Let's Your go! Life is too short not to enjoy the things you love. Gojo has had a lot to think about in mm. the past week. Um, he doesn't want to turn into the person he hates the most, his dad. Yeah. So he's going to do the best that he can to fix the damage he's done. But what if he got Sarah pregnant out of spite? What if you've told your family everything? He's heard nothing from you or your family, but it's a new day and the acquisition is finally being filed and processed legally. After this monumental meeting, his secretary tells him that you had called into the office to check his schedule, you know, to figure out if he would be home at the penthouse. And he orders the secretary to find the best bouquet possible and he rushes home. Before, actually, before he leaves the office, he finds Sarah alone and asks her if he she's taken the plan b as he told her instead of answering the questions she asks what would have happened if she didn't and he fucking snaps you're not valuable enough to ruin my life she can't believe that he doesn't apologize after saying this and she she says that he's different this isn't her gojo i'm confused he started dating you to like prove a part like Mm -hmm. what are you Mm -hmm. what Satoru rebuttals saying he needs to make sure everything is good for the families and he can't lose you because it'll be like his mom all over again. And she tells him to get over the mommy issues. That it's been so long. No, the mommy issues stay around. <laughs> Sorry yeah. to tell you, lady. <laughs> so, 
at the same time, you meet with Toji at the building and discuss like a brand new idea of sketches that you have mm-hmm. for the three Zenin kids being Megumi, Mai, and yep. Maki. You also tell him about your heart condition and a and tell him that Gojo does not know and you don't plan on telling mm-hmm. Gojo. He also agrees that life is too short and he also mentions that staying with Gojo is your fatal flaw. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Not, not in like a, not like a, you know. This is just my like, character flaw. <laughs> he's just like, or is, you're, are you're too nice. About, like, about, this is the thing that's going to kill you. Basically. Yeah. He's like, you're you're too nice and this is. Flaw not. was the wrong word, but like, yeah, this is going to be In the, the context, it, it makes sense like, to Like, this is going to be the thing that kills me. Yeah. Gojo is the most nervous he's ever been yeah. coming home. Miwa, his secretary, okay. had gotten a big bouquet of red roses for you, and when he stepped through the door, you were already sitting on the couch, staring out at the cityscape. He tries to talk to you, noticing that you don't have your ring on, and mm. he asks you if you want to go out for dinner, want to do anything. You just ignore him and tell him to leave you alone. Hypocrisy's a bit, yeah, really isn't is. it? Yeah. He decides to give you some space, and he calls Suguru, who informed him... <laughs> It now informs him of your almost drowning, and you do have possession of both of the rings. Yeah. Oh, she found it. Yeah. Um. Ghetto had scuba for it yeah. and gave it back to you. <laughs> he, you know, he's feeling immensely guilty, uh-huh. but he does sleep better that night. In the middle of the night, he wakes up, sort of in in panic. But you're not in bed next to him. You're on the couch, crying. <laughs> he carries you to bed, and you tell him to stop making it hard and just oh. to let you go. The next morning, your roles have changed. He's now the male wife. <laughs> As he watches you get ready for work, he hesitantly asks if he can have his ring back. I don't think you need it. How do I make it up to you? I'll do anything. I don't you think can, you deserve it. You want to make it up to me? You will do it for the rest of your life. <laughs> that day, you go to the Zenin Chateau and measure Maki, Mai, and Megumi and chatting with Toji while doing so yeah. and you're having a great time until Naoya steps in and tries to get a rise out of you challenging your patience with his sort of slander against Gojo. You don't give in though and Toji puts an end to it pretty quickly. <laughs> you're just like no one can hate Gojo more than me. You no know, exactly. <laughs> you're like shut the, shut fuck, the fuck up. up. Um, Gojo on the other hand um, is in his penthouse with Jen. Both of them don't know where you went because yep. you didn't say anything. And so they both kind of call around to figure out where you are. Jin knows something's wrong sure. and tells Gojo it must have been pretty bad if you're avoiding him. You're one of the most patient people she's ever met. <gasps> but he kind of avoids the topic and he's just like, how do I win her back? And she tells him to be consistently sweet. Jen also opens up about how you went into a severe depressive state after your mother died. And the worst thing for you right now is to be left alone. She also states that if she finds out he did, if he did anything to harm you, she'll fucking ruin him. Absolutely. Once a month is your obligatory have dinner at the Gojo's mansion so they can check on your marriage dinner. Wow. So that's where you go. Um, it doesn't go horribly, but his father mentions that he has had a conception dream, so someone must be having a baby I soon. I hate this. And <laughs> Satoru goes pale. You don't really understand why, though. The rest of the night, he tries to keep an eye on you. But you, nothing really happens. On the way home, he asks you if you want to go on a bowling date tomorrow. You agree and say that you'll meet him there after you do whatever you do during the day. At the end, he leans in once you pull into the penthouse parking. And he kisses you. And your new watch, which monitors your heart rate and your oxygen Mm. level, goes off. 
and you tell him to refrain from kissing you without your permission and you go to bed. <laughs> I love us. <laughs> She's just like, actually, back off. Actually, you can't do that. Actually, you can't do that. <laughs> Uh, the next day, Gojo finishes his office duty and rushes to the bowling alley, only to be met um, with the faces of Sarah, Suguru, Shogo, and Toji, who are all laughing with you. Fuck not yeah, far away. this is a group date, baby. Gojo is not happy in the slightest, yeah, I don't but care. you fire back, stating that he never said you couldn't invite anyone. Fuck yeah. As you divide yourselves into teams, you versus him and whoever else in the teams, right? Okay. Toji kind of proposes <coughs> the idea that you both make Gojo jealous. Because you don't think he will, and Toji totally thinks he will. All right, Toji. We're getting a little too far here. Toji stands behind you and, you know, leans over you trying to guide the bowling ball with you, that kind of thing. It literally only lasts for, like, a few seconds before Gojo, like, pulls him Mm. away and is, like, he asks, he snaps at Toji, but then he kind of looks at you and he's like, why can't we have one nice day Mm -hmm. together? And you say, you said you never wanted this marriage but I want you. And Sarah fucking starts crying and leaves. Wait, sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sarah just, just storms out of the building. She's gone. Satru is kind of stuck looking between you and uh-huh. where she's uh-huh. going. And you straight up tell him, you're like, go after her. And he does. Your chest hurts so much that you start to actually have an attack, an angina Fuck, attack. Dude. And Shoko helps you administer your new m- medicine, which yeah. is like an aural spray. Gojo's just not good for your health. Yeah, like, yeah. I think we knew this. I think we knew this, but this was the first time where it kind of set in that he, he legitimately could be, like... The, the death, death of you. <laughs> Gojo came home that night inebriated, mm. but goes to bed, mm. and he had told you previously that he would talk to you about the bowling alley situation. Okay. That never happened. Mm. Um, at the family dinner, his dad had mentioned that Gojo will be taking... Satoru will be taking the week off so that they can try and work for an heir. I hate this plotline so <laughs> fucking much. So that this week you have to try and hide all of your new medication from him in Great. various ways. Awesome. As you get ready to leave for the day, he says that he'll tag along and you just refuse. Mm. He informs you in that moment that he's going to start sending some of his bodyguards to follow you from now on. Instead of causing strain on your heart, you just decide to leave. This, it cuts to a different scene where we now learn that Yula, Gojo's stepmother, and Naoya Zenin have an affair with one another. And Yula is a bitch. We don't like Yula. Wait, so his stepmom and who? Naoya Zenin. Who's... Naoya is, like, Toji's younger brother. Oh, okay. So, they have sex (laughs) on the down low, and it's, like, a whole thing. This is the messiest episode of Gilmore Girls I've ever seen. (laughs) Basically, Eula's a bitch, and she's only in it for the money. That's the main takeaway. True to his word, Saru made three of his bodyguards follow you around all day. And you thought of how embarrassing it must have been for him that he's now stuck at home while you're out working. Mm. You come home that day to find that Gojo is renovating the empty bedroom in your penthouse into a workstation so you never have to leave home. Oh, awesome. Great. Good to know. The next day, you go horseback riding with him and your dad. But you've been avoiding your family due to the heart problems. And while out, they bring up that the Gojo group's 50th anniversary like gala party is mm-hmm. happening. And that's when the C and CFG is going to be attending. Jen is going to be out of town at the time. But you, your father and like the main board of directors are going to mm-hmm. be there. 
On the third day of Saturday's vacation, he decides to take you to the mall. <laughs> How cute. It's just kind of weird for rich people to go to malls. You know what I mean? Like It's, it's just... not like a mall, okay. but it, it's like high-end fashion plaza. Okay, okay. So not, AKA you know, a mall. Yeah, I see like, what you mean. like it's a mall, but I see what you mean. it's mall for rich people. Okay, okay. So he just insists on buying you all sorts of things, and you just figure, like, this either is his way of dealing with grief or his sure. love language. You can't really tell. Um, probably his love language probably but in your mind you're like oh well he's just trying to like yeah but like just knowing him him being like with his dad like probably money is the only thing he knows yeah so the next and final day of gojo's staycation he actually can't spend with you he has other things he has to be doing and it works out great in your favor because you have a doctor's appointment that you Uh, need to attend to just like a general checkup nothing crazy they just want to you know yeah make sure you're fine and after your general checkup, you start walking through the halls of the hospital and you walk past the OBGYN ward. You see Gojo and Sarah down the hall. You know that He had gotten his mistress pregnant. You know that pin I put in? Yeah, I figured that was what the pin was. Yeah, I'm taking the pin out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh-huh. So flashback to the bowling alley parking lot. Sarah is losing her mind over what Gojo had mm. said. They start fighting, Gojo sticking up for you in the marriage, and she straight up does not want to hear it. She threatens to kill herself and the baby <gasps> if he breaks up with oh her. Oh my god! Everything goes silent. Sarah, you can't be fucking lying to me right now. She claims she missed her period, but Gojo decides in that moment that he needs Shoko to show him concrete evidence of her pregnancy. In Sarah's mind, you had ruined what they had, and she was going to make sure you pay for it. Yeah, I kind of hate this woman. Back to Shoko's office, maybe 30 minutes before cool. you walk down that hallway. She's running all sorts of tests, and meanwhile, Sarah mouths off about how much Gojo talks shit behind your back, how she fucking hates you, how she hates rich people, and so on. What? Too bad. Too bad it doesn't really matter to anything, because she's actually not pregnant. <gasps> oh my god. Wait. Okay, never mind. After Shoko breaks the news, okay. Gojo doesn't take a second before he's like, oh, thank god. No! <laughs> <laughs> you are not the father. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Sarah is like, are are you are you happy? Is this what you wanted? Yes. And like, Sarah gets so angry that she gets physical with him. She actually punches him. Whoa. And that kind of stuff. And lady, he says, I've done worse things to my wife, but she's never been physically <gasps> violent with me. This is when it truly hits her that she's she's lost. She's she's, she's lost she's him. Fucked. You wake up at the Zenon estate. You, in your panic, had driven to their estate yeah, thinking yeah, of the yeah, one yeah. place where it was semi-safe. And, and Tochi's mommy milkers. <laughs> the safety of the mommy milkers. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's only thing getting me through this right now. Yeah, honestly. So you wake up and he's there for you and he opens up about, you know, his wife and mm-hmm. how his wife had passed away, how he would he still loves her and mm-hmm. will love her until the day he dies. And you tell him that Gojo had gotten his mistress pregnant and you plan on leaving him soon. It's finally set that you don't want this anymore. Gojo arrives at the estate and tells you that he got worried since you weren't answering your phone. Toji sticks up for you and they both start having an argument, but you just decide that Mm -hmm. it'd be best if you go home with Gojo. Sure. You gave him opportunities to spill about the pregnancy Mm -hmm. and he doesn't and you don't understand why. Well... We know Reader doesn't. Um, So in your anger, you make him sleep on the couch. You can't bear to sleep in a bed with him. Fuck. Cut to a scene. Naoya invites Sarah to meet him in Eula. Mm -hmm. And they they offer an invitation to the Gojo Group 50th anniversary. 
just so that she can attend and be there, yeah. that kind of thing. The night of the Gojo Group's 50th anniversary is definitely an extravagant mm-hmm. one. Everyone's mm-hmm. dressed super fancy, and Gojo is being husbandly to you the entire night. And okay. it, it, he is actually genuine in the way that okay. he is with you. Sarah is there, and you spot her in the corner of your eye, and he's just like, ignore her. Yeah. She doesn't matter. Throughout the dinner, you find that you only have appetite for like lemon bars which is kind of weird but he catches on pretty no. quickly and he's just like okay get her some more and that like it's one of the nicest things he's done for you because you'd think he'd, he'd never notices bar um, is on the floor yeah so then you they announce the merger between cfg and gojo cool. group right after you everyone kind of sits down at the dinner table and starts talking you say I want a divorce. <gasps> in front of everybody? In front of everyone. Oh my God! Everyone goes silent. And your dad asks you if this is what you really want. And you say, why don't you ask Satoru? And you leave. His, he is just frozen. And he can't say anything. <laughs> Gojo finally kind of snaps out of things. And he races home after one of his bodyguards tipped him off that you were at the penthouse. This is also another one of those chapters where you need to fucking read, and I will give you the the which chapter it is oh, later. It's it's so heartbreaking. Satoru begs you to stay because his mommy trauma is coming in full force, <laughs> but you you stay and you maintain a wall. There's there's nothing you can't let him. You you won't let him yeah. get to your heart. This is not what this needs to be. Mm-hmm. He finally realizes that scars don't fade and damage. The damage has been done and can never be undone. He begs you to physically assault him, hit him, just do anything. It's one of the only things he knows. I mean, yeah, but that... (sighs) But instead, you tell him to stand up and to face you fully. And in a weird turn of events, through passion or whatever, you guys... He kisses you and it leads to, like, makeup slash hate sex. Cool. It's, like, awkward, (laughs) but it was, like, it made sense when you read the chapter. Like, it it makes sense. Okay. Um, After, like, everything's said and done, Satoru literally, like, pours all of his love into that session to, like, try and convince you that he really does... He's in a hundred percent now. Nothing else matters. You you tell him that's the last time that ever happens between us, and he tells you, "I'm not going to sign any papers you send to me." Oh fuck! That is how divorce works. Yeah. After a few hours of both of you being passed out, there's someone knocking at the door. It was Nana's caregiver. She passed. <gasps> no, not Nana. Announced dead on arrival Maya. at the hospital. You and Goto speed to the hospital. Eula screams at him, telling him that the news of the divorce caused her to go into cardiac arrest. Are you fucking kidding me? His dad appears and beats him so heavily that Saru is knocked down and he's bleeding and bruising all over. You and Utah have to forcibly stop his father. And that's when his birth mother appears down the hallway. She goes ballistic on Goto Sr. I would have never left him with you if I knew you were beating him. You three stay a bit away, and Nana's caregiver approaches you once again, saying that she suspected foul play based on how she found the body. Wait, what? She doesn't think Nana died of a heart attack. What? Later on, doesn't really say... Not too too far on, I don't think. Naoya kind of fuels Sarah's hate fire for you and rich people. While this is happening, Toji comes in on their meeting, is just like, okay, you... Now you need to go get ready. We need to attend a funeral for for Nana. Sweet lady. Sweet, sweet woman. She was nothing but kind to you and only wanted the best. Oh my god. Um, So, flashback to the night of the Mm -hmm. Gojo Group 50th anniversary. Eula was upstairs in Nana's room. 
breaking the news about her divorce and how the murder wasn't gonna go through she starts to rub in that Satoru is fucked and he's gonna get kicked off of the family Shit, man. name and how Utah is gonna inherit everything uh-huh. and how her son is so much better Nana is so calm <clears throat> about everything and she's just like nope I know my son loves his son too much to let that happen and it again blinding rage Eula smothers Nana <gasps> in her bed oh my God. Utah witnessed the whole <gasps> thing. A big funeral is held for Nana. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing, but you like your reaction. Um, a big funeral is held for Nana. Some of the key moments where Sarah sees Satoru and approaches him and like is like trying to console him. Literally, get the fuck he out of here. He actively bitch. pushes her out of the way and says, I need to be with my wife right now. And for the first time, he actually chooses you over her. She doesn't understand, but Toji and Noya actually cover for you both when people start to ask who Sarah was. Mama Gojo asks for Satoru's forgiveness, and it's supposed it, to be like a parallel between sure, you know, yeah, the, yeah, the two yeah, 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 and everything. What was your question? She, I'm assuming she left because her husband was beating her. Never said. Yeah. She the reason she gives is she was like I didn't want to live a lavish lifestyle. Like okay. it wasn't for me and I felt weird. Okay. So I left, but she didn't know that the dad was beating Gojo. Sure. She she was never made aware. She left when he turned 18. Okay. So after the funeral is over and you guys are back at home, Gojo asks you if letting you go would be for the best. You tell him you don't know about the divorce anymore because you need to be there for him because who else is going to be? Uh, And you just kind of avoid talking about divorce anymore. Pathetic motherfucker. (laughs) The next morning, Satoru wakes up to you having made breakfast for him, but for some reason you're eating lemon bars again. (laughs) He's like, this is the only thing I know you really like. I (laughs) guess. You Um, said you liked these. uh, Yeah, I saw that you liked these here. Um... (laughs) As you eat, for some reason, your heart condition flares up and it actually causes you to pass out. Gojo freaks oh, the fuck, fuck out and, you know, goes to the ER. Oh, and he still doesn't know. He has no idea. <laughs> so while they're checking you out, um, outside of the door, Gojo is talking to your doctor and he mentions, like, he explains the heart condition mm-hmm. and everything. And you kind of wake up in a haze, right, as they mention that you're seven weeks pregnant. Oh, my god when he walks back into the room he apologizes about the heart condition blaming himself for spurring it on so early in your life and that it's okay if you really don't want to have this baby because he fully understands in that moment you decide if you can safely carry this baby with your heart condition Mm -hmm. you will carry it the doctor informs you that there is a procedure that might help eliminate the angina but they'd have to do some research which is fine by yeah. you. They say go through it. For the next week, Gojo becomes much more hands-on and he knows that he needs to step up and be your rock now in a time where you're the most fragile mm-hmm. you've ever been, both due to the pregnancy and your illness. After said week goes by, you go to your family mansion and you break the news of your pregnancy to your father and your sister. First, you assure them that the divorce was just the result of an argument and that everything's been sorted, mm-hmm. nothing to worry about. Jen suspects foul play and she gets her husband to investigate Satoru's affairs. 
Saru's first day back at the office, he decides to make sure that you're okay. While he's in a meeting, he, he so he just takes you yeah. with you. And while he's in a meeting, you sit in his office and you text Toji and make plans about when you guys can meet next and talk about things. Sarah walks in with a cup of tea and offers it to you Mm-mm. very kindly. Mm-mm. She's just like, I'm so sorry for doing what I've done. Um, I know coffee isn't good for pregnant women so congratulations you only take a sip and then she leaves and satro returns just a few minutes later he kind of makes some lighthearted jokes and then he takes a this a sip of the tea as way as well he spits it out hastily and throws the cup on the ground yelling that it's chamomile tea chamomile tea is, causes abortions causes miscarriages and in your haze you explain oh i didn't know like it wasn't i didn't make it sarah made it for me mm. And then he loses it again. Mm. He storms, finds Sarah, says, out of, like, out of everything we've been through, I've been nothing but kind to you, and you try and cause my wife to miscarry, and he has security take her out, and he fires her on the spot. Well deserved. Yep. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Why would I trust you at all? Yeah. The idea to give you chamomile tea was given to Sarah from Eula, who was just like... Oh my god. Yeah. And Sarah goes to Naoya for comfort, and they um, have schmecks. Okay. You know. <laughs> you and Saru that night share a, a steamy kink-heavy bath session where it's, it's a lot. Okay. I think it's like a day or two later. Toji and Jen meet, and Toji basically confirms Saturu's infidelity mm. to her. But he does defend you because he's like, she doesn't understand why you would stay. She says, numbers make sense to me. I don't understand why my sister would stay in a relationship like that. And he just says, it's her decision. She does what she wants, that kind of thing. He gets a text from you saying that you and Saru are going to come and like deliver the clothing. Uh, And Jen just gets out of there before you can see her. So skip whatever mm-hmm. amount of time. I don't think it's been that long. It's Satoru's birthday mm-hmm. and you, Shoko, and Suguru decide to spend it on a yacht off the coast of Japan. Since you probably shouldn't be traveling super far. Sure. He is very careful about your health. He always checks that your oxygen level, that your heart rate is fine, mm-hmm. that you eat like only good things. He has made a list of what you're not allowed to eat, so on and so forth. And Shoko informs you at that time that you'll be able to go through with the medical procedure for your heart that all the research is done. Everything is super domestic. Y'all do it on the yacht. Surprise. Okay. It's his birthday. Go off. Birthday Um, sex. (laughs) So the sunset of that day, you give him his wedding ring back as a birthday gift. And suggest that you both start wearing them again. Everything is put on pause in Mm -hmm. this kind of silent moment when Miwa calls him and informs him that Gojo Sr. is in the hospital in critical condition. Damn. Upon arriving at the hospital, they... He had, he sent you home because he was like, you don't need to deal with the stress. Let sure. me go figure out what's going on. At the hospital, they tell Satru that his dad is going to be forever paralyzed from the waist down because he fell down a staircase. And yeah, that man didn't fall. There is a lawyer present to read his living will since he is no longer able to work. Everything is left to Satru and nothing to Eula. Whoa! She fucking loses it. Tells yeah. him to reread it again. Yeah. He tells got to be on there somewhere. And Satru just sits next to his dad and is just like, I'll take care of everything. Don't you worry about it. He doesn't tell you what's happening, but you kind of heard some of the maids talking behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. So you know that it, sure. his dad is now paralyzed. At the same time, Sarah texts you to meet her no. down in the lobby of the building. And for no. some reason, you do. She 
returns the Jimmy Choo shoes to you. And she says that they were always meant for you. They're not her shoe size. They're yours. And he... There, there was, like, a whole thing where she... They had seen each other while he was collecting the shoes. Mm-hmm. And she just... She just mentioned how pretty they were. And he was like, oh, you want them? So, I guess... I guess... I don't know. This is, like, a weird way of just, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know? Without really saying it. I'm not taking um, it. Yeah. <laughs> like- so... Flashback. Woo. Woo. Um, to a day or two previous to this encounter, Sarah meets with Gojo Senior to discuss his wife's wrongdoings, and he literally is just like, "I don't care what you have to say. You're a home wrecker or whatever." <laughs> you know, um, he's not wrong. But he confronts his wife once she leaves, yes. and Eula basically confirms everything. Damn. And they get closer and closer to the stairs, and she just boop. Just pushes I him. fucking knew it. Yeah. I knew it. Are you kidding me? Um, Satoru, his first day as the president of mm-hmm. Gojo Group, decides that he doesn't want to run it like his dad. And he is nice to people. And he, you know, he acts different. Damn. And then Utah comes in into his office saying that he wants to talk to him about something urgent. Mm-hmm. And Satoru's like, well, do you have an appointment? And he's kind of being an asshole until he mentions that he wants to testify in court against his mother Whoa. and send her to jail. Go Utah! Go Utah! That's gotta be hard to do. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But he he witnessed both the smothering of Nana yeah! and the pushing <laughs> of Gojo Senior. Yes! So I think I think he's a little traumatized. I think so too. Yeah. Just more mommy issues. Yeah. Eula sits next to Gojo Senior in the hospital, taunting him, admitting to the murder of his mother. When the cops arrive. Well, she's just, like, taunting him because he can't, like... I know, but this woman has the balls. Oh, 100% she does. The cops arrive and detain her with a warrant yeah. after the accusations. And while this is happening, you and Gojo sit in the waiting room of a medical office to get an ultrasound for the baby. Gojo talks to you about his stepmother's arrest mm-hmm. and the changing relationship between him and Utah. It's it's actually a really cute scene. Okay. It's, like, super domestic. Wow, cute. The rest of this chapter is a giant court file oh like there's actual doc they made faux documents and everything it's like super detailed and it's like proceedings and like it's super that's cool it's like really cool in the end eula is convicted she's found guilty of everything in a fit of rage she it's a public hearing and everything so there are like news crews Uh she drops the bomb of satru's infidelity that he had a mistress yada this yada that so everything is exposed maids are ordered by jen almost immediately to shield you from any form of media and you're just like what the fuck we got a monica lewinsky case going on yeah that night, um, Jen texts Satru and tells him to meet meet him uh-huh. at her mansion because they need to talk yeah. about a couple of things. She just fucking unloads yeah. on him. Yeah. She recounts all of his wrongdoings mm-hmm. to you mm-hmm. and asks why he just didn't divorce you yeah. um, once the merger went through, uh, since that's what the mistress yeah. said that he was going to do. He tries to defend you. Uh, he tries to defend himself, like yeah. saying that he truly does love you now, but you had followed them. And you heard it all, how he only married you for the murder, the money, for everything. I don't know why you would be so shocked about it now. Like, you have well, been through so much shit that you would be like, yeah. <laughs> like, you obviously didn't marry me for love. Well, it was the fact that you kind of opened yourself back up again. Mm-hmm. 
after everything that happened sure. to trust him that everything about one another is in the open mm-hmm. that anything he did was out in the open and now you're learning the root of all the of root your, of the problem the root of the problem and he never told you sure that. okay 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 he cries and begs for you to understand that mm-hmm. he truly is in love with you now and he's changed it's it, it hurts <laughs> like a lot because he really does at this point in time sure he doesn't want anyone else in his life he only wants mm-hmm. you he only wants to have a baby with you he only wants a family mm-hmm. with you he can't think about anyone else he can't sleep with anyone else nothing but you it, it's just too much you thought you could learn to mm-hmm. forgive and love but this just proved that you couldn't all of this stress causes you to have an angina attack and it sends you to the hospital. Oh my god. Everyone sits in the ER waiting room for a while and it doesn't look great. Gojo explains everything to Jen and your father about what he originally planned but how he's changed. They just disown him at this point. The doctors come out saying that they've got you in a stable condition but they want to go through with the heart procedure as soon as possible Mm -hmm. and everyone just tells them to go through with it. Mm -hmm. Every day he visits the hospital and you refuse to see him. Everyone pushing him away. Days have passed every day he's been there and Mm -hmm. your father tells him that you're going to push through with the divorce and that if he truly does love you he's going to sign those fucking papers. Satro is also informed a few days later that you're deciding to get an abortion (gasps) everything hurts he doesn't he can't think straight like he drowns himself in alcohol and suguru tells him that you're actually going to be leaving the country and within the week because you just can't be here anymore that night he tries to kill himself and he's stopped by his mom it's been three years since he's seen you (gasps) since you've been back to japan but he knows that you're there. He's been tipped off by Toji and he sneaks into a venue with the help of Shogo to face you since everything went down. You're getting ready to marry Toji Zeno. <gasps> Fuck yeah! Sorry, I shouldn't be cheering. <laughs> <laughs> but Satru hasn't let you go. He still loves you. He doesn't think he can let you go. Do you love him? Will you be happy if you marry him? Probably so much more than when I married you. It hurts. The pure honesty in your voice and your face. I know he's going to take care of you, but just in case. He trailed off, forcing an upward curve on his lips. I hope he kisses you every morning when he wakes up. His words were surprisingly cathartic. I hope he'll call you beautiful each day, stroke your hair when you lie on his lap, take you out on movie nights and spontaneous dates. To make it more lighthearted and less dramatic, he added a few happy memories. I hope he won't drink straight off the milk carton or forget to turn off the lampshade at night. You deserve to be with someone who lets you spend pink toilet papers and expensive skincare masks on their credit card. Someone who stares at you in your sleep, thanking God for blessing him with a wife like you. You mentioned that you think you should tell him something, but he says, will it change our relationship? And you say, I don't think so. And he says, it's okay. Don't worry about it. And he just decides that it's best if he should go for both of you on his way out he catches glimpse of a little boy Mm -hmm. roughly around three years of age with pure white hair and bright blue eyes he can't fucking believe it three whole years he's thought you haven't had a baby but there in front of him is a fucking exact copy 
he can't think straight and he starts driving 200 miles per hour down the highway everything hurts he feels hollow then it halts don't you have three more steps down the aisle till you're wed to a man that you think you truly love stop but you can't stop thinking about satoru and what could have been satoru can't feel anything not the weight of the car on top of him nor the pain in his heart stop he was an antagonist in his own tragic story and was merely a plot device to set up conflicts, obstacles, and challenges for the protagonist. Although in most fairy tales, the main characters were granted a happily ever after, you and him were given an inevitable twist of fate. Perhaps this was an end, or perhaps it wasn't. Sometimes the end wasn't really the end. After all, this was a universe where he was a character with unmistakable flaws that could not be redeemed. While that may be true, he hoped that you would forget that a... At a certain point, he was truthfully, unselfishly in love with you. That in this universe and in all other parallel universes, he was and would always be sincerely yours. Which is the name of the sequel. Wow. <laughs> so that's the end. Um, as I mentioned, there is a sequel. There's only a prequel chapter out right now. Um, One of the tags is amnesia and I'm ready to fucking hurt. How'd you like it? I don't think we're friends anymore. <laughs> Come on, dude. I will say that there is a lot of B story that actually happens. Like, there's a lot of stuff that goes on with Sarah and her family. Um, I don't care about her. It, it humanizes her a lot, but I, I figured we wouldn't have time for it. There's a lot more stuff that happens between Naoya, Sarah, and Eula. There's a lot more you and Toji scenes where you guys, like, banter. <coughs> there's yeah. so much in this fic. Chapters... 8, 13, and 18 through 20. If you literally can't read anything, read those fucking chapters. Chapter 8 is the Bora Bora trip, which hurts so fucking bad. 13 was the chapter where you announce the divorce. And then 18 through 19 is when mm-hmm. when everything kind of goes down. The case, mm-hmm. the trial, and after. It's great. It, it's, I again, I think this is my top pick of the year. And I hope I did it justice. I can't wait for this fucking sequel. I'm glad that you're happy, you know? Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in horrible pain. I know. Yeah. I can tell. Thank you. <laughs> horrible, excruciating pain mm. I'm in. But that's probably what the author wanted me to feel. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Also, fuck you for ever thinking I was going to read that. It's so good. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. The writing is immaculate. That kind of amount of angst is just something I can't do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I read it all in one day and I was like <gasps> like that um, that kind of angst is I just can't do that yeah it's a lot yeah it, it's a fuck ton so you've done this to me twice now and I think you owe me a Christmas fic mm. like a good <laughs> fucking Christmas fic I swear to I'm God. gonna find a hurdy Christmas fic no you're fic. fucking not <laughs> I'm gonna wring your neck out and no one will find your body <laughs> I don't know how to feel. What are your feelings after finishing it? Okay, so one, after you get to that point. I can't see anything. I'm sorry. You're good. What are we at? One hour and 56. Holy shit, dude. Okay, Um. so my general feelings on this. One, I fucking love it. And I told you after I'd finished it, you asked me what my pain scale was yes. from one to 10. And I said, oh, I think I ended off on a nine. But then I thought about it some more. And then I read the tags for the sequel yes. and it went up to like 12 or 11. Yes. So, yeah. Um, after the Bora Bora trip and after like the pregnancy mm-hmm. scare with Sarah, the writing for Gojo, he actually truly does love you. Okay. So it that's where like the real sure. like because those first nine or so chapters mm. are just you trying to earn his love okay and then after the bora bora trip you realize you just physically sure. can't 
So then it becomes him trying to get you to love him mm-hmm. again. And obviously it doesn't work. Yeah. So it's just like this cycle of pain. Fuck Sarah. Fuck, Fuck Yula. Sarah. Fuck Naoya. Yes. Love Toji. Love, love Megumi. Love Mai. Love Maki. Love Miwa. She's mm-hmm. one of the best characters. Love Utah. Uh, Gojo. I think these characters are so human. Mm-hmm. This, like, I'm... The amount of conflicting emotions sure. I have inside of me about Gojo and about the reader... Sure. That's human. Yeah. That's just being human. I kind of felt that about Gojo because I was like, I feel like I should hate him, especially towards the end. In the beginning, I did fucking hate him. Well, yeah, absolutely. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't feel bad about, like, what we were doing, what the reader was doing. No, God, no. Like, absolutely not. Then you get to the end and you're like, God damn it. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Yeah. And I feel bad for Toji because, like, you, you know. I know. So, I love this fic. Yeah. I love how human it is. I love... I love everything sure. about it. I think this fic is so fucking good. Usually, I'm not one to read modern AUs. Sure. So, when I saw it, I was just like, well, I saw the arranged marriage tag. And that's when I was kind of sure. drawn to Because I was like, oh, whatever. This could be interesting. Yeah. Didn't realize that there was an angst tag. And then I read the first chapter and I immediately was hooked. I yeah. was like, fuck yeah. I'm totally into this. <laughs> yeah, no, that Give me more. Immediately. And I'm so lucky that I actually, I'm pretty sure I ended up reading it like, a week after the final chapter sure. was posted. I had no idea. Yeah. I just saw that it was finished and I was like, fuck yeah, please yeah. do it. I fucking love this fic, St. Tobio. Please marry me. <laughs> You're so talented. <laughs> I, lo- I love this fic. Yeah. This fic is so fucking good. And I, I really do like Gojo just mm-hmm. in general as a character. This fic is so fucking sure. good. By God. My God. I am in a world of pain right now. Like that somehow i didn't have the same like stomach pains that i had the last for flowies yeah that one's physical though i had like full stomach pains this one just hurt my heart yeah this one really like it hit me in a place that you should not have gone (laughs) yeah well like again i had to kind of like scrap a lot Mm -hmm. of the b story stuff which humanizes them even more and creates like more emotions but i don't know it's it's just so good it was so well written and like the bora bora trip like that chapter Mm -hmm. hurts so fucking bad yeah like the end of that when they find the birth control and he just fucking like starts yelling at you it hurt it's so painful and then immediately after it's like wow you have a heart condition that also killed your mom like good luck good luck just a domino effect of all the shitty things that could have possibly happened like yeah where are we? <laughs> like, are rich people this scary in real life? I don't, I don't know. But um, on that general master list, like tag post, yeah. they actually have like one fan art, uh-huh. good for them. Two, they have like photos that they use for like the yacht and where Bora oh, nice. Bora trip was. So they have like reference photos yeah. and everything. They also have a playlist for it, which like yeah. has a fuck ton of sad songs on it. Of I haven't it does. listened to it. I just looked through it, but I was like, oh my god, the sequel is. The first couple chapters should be coming out within the next few weeks here. I don't think I'm going to read it until it's all the way through. I haven't really decided because they don't know how many chapters it's going to be. But I... I love this thing and I hope I did it justice. This thing is so fucking... Good for you. Deserves the most amount of love. Yeah. Like, don't know what fucking twisted your brain to make this. But let me in on a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Oh, man. Those, Those people so scary. much scary i can do some angst 
I can do a little angst, but like overall, I need you to be happy, and I need to be happy. Well, the fact that they also published this over the course of six months. I know. This is 20 chapters, 200,000 yeah. words of just pure angst. Horrible angst. Horrible, horrible angst. Yeah. And oh my god. Yeah. So fucking good. No. I'm okay. Thank you so much, though. Um, so fucking good. Yeah. I am owed one holly jolly Mary, no mm. angst mm-hmm. unless you give me angst with happy ending mm. or I'll even take a hurt comfort. You know what I mean? Like a real hurt comfort. Listen, part two of the series is coming out. We'll see how that goes. No. Oh, okay. I love this fake. Please go send them love. I gotta go um, sleep for 11,000 years because <laughs> wow. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you've made it this far, congratulations. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I talked so much. No, it's not. Episode. It's not for you talking. It's the amount of angst that just happened. Whoa. Um, thank you guys so much. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr and TikTok and Instagram. Follow us on Spotify and rate, review, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Um, recommend us to a friend. You know, I think someone would like us. <laughs> <laughs> if you liked the episode today, I know we shouted it out in the beginning, but if you want to give some holly jolly spirit that my usher didn't give to us today, you can donate to us on ko-fi.com slash canonically incorrect. Tag your fix accordingly. Donate to AO3. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.